Yo, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to Cash Probably Presents the Lowered Expectation Review Show. Today is March the 3rd, 2020. It's actually, we started recording this on March the 2nd, and it's just rolled over into March the 3rd. So it's now March the 3rd, 2020. And uh, we are back again, uh, giving you your weekly or bi-weekly rundown of what's going on in the world of entertainment. Uh, I am the Harlem Sun, and I'm joined, as usual, by my guest host, uh, the Bass Panda God. Hey, what's up? And of course, last but not least, Agent Joe. What's going on, people? Yeah, what's going on, fellas? How's everything today? Or Pretty tonight? Pretty <laughs> <laughs> good. No complaints, man. No complaints. Yeah, we keep going at this rate. We're going to break night. We are. We there are. We're, go. we're going to be recording for 24 straight hours with one episode. That's going to be coming um, up soon. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, as usual, before we jump into the show today, as usual, you can reach us on Facebook.com slash Cashmere Polyester. We are on Twitter.com slash Cash Poly, and our Instagram page is under construction. We will give you the new Instagram link as soon as we have it. Uh, but also, our episodes are available on Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Music, Podcast Addict, and Anchor. So, um, Let's do a quick run through of the box office reviews uh, according to boxofficemojo.com. Uh, we're talking about the box office uh, results from the last weekend. That is the weekend of February 28th to March the 2nd, the leap year weekend. And it wasn't a great weekend for movies. So, number one uh, came in uh, The Invisible Man. It was the first release. I think it was the first week of its release. Invisible Man came in at 28.2 million. That was the high mark for the entire weekend. Sonic the Hedgehog came through at 16.2. I believe that's in the, that was in its third week of release. Uh, then we had The Call of the Wild at 13.3. My Hero Academia Heroes Rising, which came out, which only came out on about, I think about 1,700 theaters nationwide, came yeah. in at 5.8 million. And last but not least, Bad Boys for Life is still holding strong at 4.3 million. Um, so I know we got a chance to see, you know, well, Justin, you and I got a chance to see Sonic the Hedgehog. Joe, you saw Sonic the Hedgehog, right? I did not. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. And, <laughs> so, and, and, and will not be seeing it. Well, we'll do our 60-second review on that soon. But, um, Justin, any interest in any of these top five movies, Invisible Man, Call of the Wild, My Hero Academia, uh, and, or Bad Boys for Life? Because you didn't see Bad Boys for Life yet, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I um highly highly interested in my hero academia because apparently from all what i'm hearing if you are a fan of the show a fan of the anime this movie uh spoils several plot points for the upcoming season and i love spoilers so bring it on so i've only seen three or four episodes of my hero academia i like it oh but my I goodness i haven't been able to really get into it yet i shouldn't see this movie i'm assuming no, uh, okay. it's going well. If you yeah, if you haven't watched it, then obviously not. It's definitely going to spoil. But I'm saying even if you are caught up with season four, which is currently playing, it does spoil some plot points. Okay. All right. So I will not be seeing it. I will level wait for you to give me your 60 second review of the movie. Okay. Um, Joe, did you see Bad Boys for Life yet? I still have not seen Bad Boys oh, for Life. Goodness, nobody wants to see that, Malik. No, it's nobody, been, uh, only you. <laughs> No, I actually did want to see it. January was just a, a very busy month, so I didn't get an opportunity to see it then. And uh, yeah, February just as busy. And then I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. Um, I mean, but I did, I did want to see it. Um, but the the only movie I actually outside of Bad Boys for Life, 
Um, that I do want to see is the Invisible Man. It's that got, looks good. It looks. It it's looks got pretty good reviews, and mm-hmm. you know, considering this, this is the uh, the second movie, and I guess the the Sony movie uh, monster movie universe, whatever they're calling it. Oh, does this, um, does this exist in the mummy in the mummy yes. universe? Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, after you know, obviously the mummy flopped. You know, Tom Cruise is entitled to have a bad movie every now and then. So, uh, but Invisible Man is supposed to be pretty good. I mean, I, I I couldn't tell that from the trailer. The trailer just looked kind of okay, but um, I think the the reviews are coming in and it's supposed to be good. So I do I actually I do want to see it. I mean, it does. It did look good. My wife and I were actually thinking about going to see it, and um, we just didn't get around to it over the weekend. So we do want to see that. Um, yeah, it did look good. I mean, it, it reminded me. You know, when I saw the trailer, it, I mean, it kind of reminded me. But do you remember Hollow Man? Yeah, no, Hollow yeah. Man is the Invisible Man. <laughs> I mean, it's the same I, thing. <laughs> But it, yeah, so I I liked Hollow Man, as as cheesy and corny as it was as as it was, I did like Hollow Man, and I saw this and I was like, oh, okay, kind of reminds me of a little of a darker version of that, even darker than Hollow Man yes. was. So I was I'm interested in it. Kevin um, Bacon, Invisible Man, it was good, man. Hollow Man yeah. was good. No, Hollow Man was good. I I, I definitely enjoyed but it. But did you watch part two? No, I did not know there was a part two. <laughs> so no. Yeah, it was straight to DVD, man. Don't yeah. worry. Oh, okay. Okay, not worth it. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> um, all right, so coming in at 16th on this list of box office reviews 16th. is at 16th. Yeah, all the way at the, all the way at 16th on this list is the movie The Photograph, which Justin is going to give his 60 second review <laughs> on right, right now. <laughs> wow. All right. Was, well, I think Photograph is in his third week in the box office, and it came in at 16th. Wow. It made a total. I'm going to give you guys a number. It made a total of $1.53 million. <laughs> $1.53 million. Uh, in in theaters, so um, and it, it's already like it's in the third week, and it's already like out of the majority of theaters that it was in. So, is it really? Uh, yeah, I think it started out on something like three thousand theaters, something like that, and now it's at like fifteen hundred. So, uh, um, expect that kind of movie to hang around. I mean, not to say it's good or bad. I hear I heard very good things about it. Actually, it just um, you know, that that kind of movie just doesn't. There's no staying power. They'll probably do much better on Blu-ray and rental Netflix. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All uh, right. Okay. So, so, so give me so give me the sixty-second review of the photograph, Justin. Sixty-second review. So basically, this movie stars the Keith Stanfield and Issa Rae, star-crossed lovers. Basically, he's um, researching a story, which leads him to new orleans he sees a picture of a woman and becomes obsessed with her work when he gets back to new york he goes to search for this woman only to find out that she died but instead meets his daughter meets her daughter and they start dating and you see obviously this is Issa ray's character she's got mother issues because um i guess there's well, there's two different stories going on. There is the story of the past of Issa Rae's mother and the trials and tribulations she went through. And then there's uh, Lakeith Stanfield and Issa Rae's love story in present day. And the two stories collide in the most unlikeliest of ways. I will not spoil it because it is worth seeing. Uh, but yeah, you kind of hurt me. You said 16th place. Like, oof. That, yeah, that well, I mean, again, it's 
it was it's 16 well, you know what? it came out it came out at the right i was gonna say it came out at the right time because that was uh i believe valentine's day weekend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it served its purpose i mean honestly speaking it was for the lovers of that weekend go take your girl to see a movie yada yada so like you said joe it'll probably do much better on video at home on a saturday night again so it was a good movie though i will say that i did like it i was thoroughly entertained um i just have one problem and that's Issa ray she just has one facial expression yes that, she does yeah was and, it, and, it, and, it, and it works on insecure but it's anywhere, not anywhere else, else. No, it doesn't <laughs> it was just bad i was just like yeah. that okay. wide-eyed cheek yeah. yeah yeah i know i know exactly what she's talking about joe do you watch uh insecure no, I have not watched that yet. I've been, okay. uh, I've been wanting to see that. It's on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it had a, it had a it had some Courtney B. Vance was in it, uh, Chelsea Peretti. So it had a good supporting cast. Not no, uh, I wouldn't say any bad performances, but it was definitely like came out for the right time Valentine's Day for the Love Jones crowd. You know, didn't live up to Love Jones. I, I just want that stated. But it was good. Justin, I have to ask you. Justin. Yeah. I want you to be honest. <laughs> okay. I want you to be honest. Here we go. Did you cry? <laughs> no, there was nothing to cry at. No, did you? No, there was did no you... open weeping or teary eyed. There was, I mean, I didn't. Maybe others might have found something in there to be like, oh, but no, I, I was, I was okay. You're okay. To... All right. <laughs> you I, 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 huh? You took your wife to see it? Yes, that was. Yeah, we went. Oh man, I, did we go for Valentine's? Yeah, I think we did. I'm not sure. I can't remember. That was so. That was three weeks ago. Whatever. But uh, yeah, we we went to see it. We liked it. Yeah, it was basically. I I basically was uh was told it was Black Notebook. So I was like, "All right, yes." If if you want to compare it to something, yes, it was. <laughs> it was it was black people's I mean, notebook. So. That's what I heard as well, Malik, and that's why I was wondering if you had cried, Justin, because you know the no. notebook is, is a tearjerker. Is it really? Have you not seen the notebook? I've seen it. I was bored tearless. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, get me ah, out!" Wow. I wouldn't say I was bored. I enjoyed the notebook. Well, oh. I it was it. I would say Malik or Joe, if you got a Saturday night, it's worth seeing. It was a, it was it was, it was a good movie. All right. So from the sappy to the speedy, we will jump right over to uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which Justin, you and I both got a chance to see with our respective uh, kinfolk, you know, the, the children in our lives. So I got to see this with my two. So actually, actually, all three of my kids. I went to see this with my daughter. My daughter actually wanted to see this too i don't know why um so i want to see it with my three kids you want to see it with, you want to see it with your nephew um and so and joe you were saved from you were saved from seeing it but i will have to say i mean 60 second review i genuinely like this movie i thought this movie was surprisingly not as corny as i initially thought it would be and not for nothing jim carrey stole the show um as absolutely we knew he would show I mean, it 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 looked. We knew he was. But I mean, granted, but in the trailer, I think it lo- he looked a little bit, you know, like he was gonna be over the top. You could tell, you know, even in the trailer. 
but I wasn't sure how well that was going to play on camera, you know, now, right? And and he's doing kind of a little bit of Ace Ventura, a little bit of, you know, Fire Marshal Bill, you know, um, wrapped up in Dr. Robotnik. Um, like I said, it was interesting. Sonic wasn't bo- Sonic wasn't boring and he wasn't too annoying. And even, you know, I, I even did not necessarily hate uh, James Marsden or Tika Sumter. Like, they, they were just kind of there. And one thing can't I can't hate Tika Sumter. No, you can't. But one thing I will <laughs> say, can't. Joe, so you know how, Joe, you know how, like, one of the things that we've, oh, you and I have lamented, and, and Justin, you've lamented as well, when these movies come out and the movies about, like, the alien character you know be it transformers or something like that right and then the the writers make the entire like they make put so much on the human characters in terms of like there's either their storyline or in terms of like their ability to impact what's going on you know between the like superpowered beings that it diminishes the 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 impact of the thing this absolutely did not happen. Like James Marsden helped out a little bit, but he really wasn't going to be able to help out much when it came to when it came down to what Sonic was doing against Robotnik. So, I thought that was to me that was the biggest part of the movie that I enjoyed. Justin, what did what did you enjoy about uh, Sonic? Uh, I'm gonna piggyback off of you. I enjoyed all of that. I enjoyed, I like you said, Jim Carrey pretty much carried this movie. Obviously, Sonic is a CGI generation, uh, you know, generated character, so. Jim Carrey kind of held it together. Um, I'm going to say I was impressed with just... Where were they at? They were in San Francisco for the second half, but the, this town they started in... Um, I, I can't remember. remember but it. anyway, I I just thought it was very scenic. I, I thought it... And they gave it a good story. Like you said, the biggest thing is Sonic was not overbearing. He wasn't jammed down your throats. They used him right in, you know, the right amount. I enjoyed that. Um, I'm gonna see the action scenes very well done. Yeah, no, they I didn't skimp on agree. it, and I guess, and I want to say this is the power of the internet because if you look back to how he looked last year, you know, remember how he did the internet yeah. was in an uproar. I'm gonna say they stuck by their guns, and we got a better looking version. I still think that was a hoax. <laughs> you're, still, you're still not going to be able to convince me that that wasn't a hoax. That they that really... They, that they did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. And they had full intentions of releasing this version of Sonic, but in order to, in order to gain the, the, the momentum, the momentum of it, they, re- they, they came out with the whack, with the horrible version to get people pissed off so that people will be talking about I, it. I think you've given them way too much credit. Yeah, I'm, me too. I, they I delayed really it for can't. like over a year. No, they weren't delayed. They didn't delay it for over a year. Yes, they this did. Was, this yeah, movie it was, was over a year. To, no. Malik, they pushed this it back. Was, this movie was. They didn't push it back a year. This movie was scheduled to release in November of 2019. That was the initial November date. November of 2018. Nope, 2019. No, nope. the initial the initial release date was <laughs> November 11, 2019. Joe, Joe, I I know this because my son had it on the calendar. It was the initial release date was November 2019. The initial when it was first announced was in 2018, because the first time he's the first time we saw it was in 2018 was at the at the end of the year in 2018 we saw the big billboard for it and I, my son took a picture outside the billboard said Dad when's this coming out I said it's coming out in November and we're gonna see it that's when it was initially and then the the first trailer came out in March either March or April of 2019 
that's what it was supposed to release. And then it got and then it got hit with all of the backlash. And then they said, oh, we're going to go back to the drawing board. And then they changed the release date to February 14th, 2020. I completely remember this. All right. So, so can we talk about the biggest thing of the movie? Well, at the end? Yes. Sure. I've never, I've, it's been a long time since I've been in a theater where people have stayed after the credits and it got a standing ovation for, for the stupidest thing of all. The fact that Till showed up, that was, <laughs> he didn't do anything. He didn't fight. He didn't do, he just said, oh, I got to find Sonic. Okay, let me go get him. And that was it. It was the, so Joe, you, I mean, you, you play Sonic, right? Oh yeah. Like, uh, like a long, long, long. Yes. I played it, but a long time ago. So, I mean, I think tales. So to me, I I asked this question to my, my kids in the car. I said, which character is more, um, do you like more tales or Yoshi? And I said, and, and they're, resounding answer was Tails. Like, they really like Tails. People love Sonic, but people freaking love Tails. Like, like I didn't realize why? how much Tails... I don't know. That. I really don't understand. I don't really realize why how, why Tails is such a beloved character. But, you know, he is, he is a sidekick that everybody loves, but ne- has never gotten, like, his own show or any guy ever gotten, like, his... To me, I don't know about the comics or whatever. Um, if Sonic ever has a comic, I don't remember. But... He never like to me. He never like was um, like a big major character, but people absolutely love him. So I think, and the thing is, I I don't think a lot of people knew that that he was gonna come on the he was he was gonna appear. And so when he did appear, everybody just jumped for joy. It was it was crazy. My kids my kids loved it too. My kids were like they couldn't wait. They were like, Dad, when's that coming out? I was like, I don't know. They were just like, just like when when tales coming out because you know obviously kids they see that and they're like, oh, this is coming out next week. Like, no, 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 that's not how it works. Um, but yeah, little they, do they know they by the time they by the time it comes out, they probably will have lost interest. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, that's the that's the one thing about video game franchises. Like, there's always an opportunity to make more money because you just come out with another video game and you keep the interest as long as you keep the kids interest peaked you know long enough and you release another video game you'll you'll keep them you keep them interested in time for the for the next movie to come out you know it's why you keep why you kept you know dragging me to every resident evil movie that came out it's the same thing hey, hey how hey, bad don't no matter how stop. bad those movies were stop stop <laughs> They were horrible. They were just bad. Come on, Justin. They were were terrible. So yesterday, um, or now Sunday, um, a rumor went out on the the Twitterverse, uh, all over the internets, that uh, Henry Cavill, Superman himself, was rumored to, has been rumored to play Wolverine in the MCU. So before... Before we actually, you know, jump into it, I want to say how, to me... It looks like this has been debunked over the last 24 to 48 hours. So it looks like this is one that was literally just a rumor. But, you know, because for contractual contractual negotiation reasons, um, also because of um, the fact that he's playing Superman in the in the DCEU, um, this is likely not going to happen. That said, if true, Joe, do you think that Henry Cavill as Wolverine would have actually worked? I don't see why not. 
um, you know, when Hugh Jackman was announced playing a first star, I'd never even heard of Hugh Jackman, you know, way back then. You know, (laughs) and I was like, how's that guy going to play Wolverine? And the same thing with Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man was like, oh, that guy's too small. Um, But, you know, both proven wrong. So, I mean, you know, just on face alone, does Henry Cavill, to me, resemble Wolverine or can he look like Wolverine first? I think he's too tall, but, you know, so is Hugh Jackman. Um, I think he could pull it off. I mean, yeah, I think of him as Superman, but yeah, given the right makeup and all that stuff, I, I think he could do it. I think he could pull it off. Obviously, he's got the physique already, so he can yeah, do that. I think, I think he's a little big. I think he's a little big for the uh, yeah, the I think role, but, yeah, you know, I think but but what's his name was like six four or six two something like that. Yeah. Um, so. Hugh Jackman. So uh, yeah, I guess height is not height is not a concern, you know, yeah, for, for the character or whatever. But yeah, so the, the the thought is that he can't do it because he's already signed on to be the Witcher uh, for the Netflix series that um, that released season one earlier last year. So and he's like signed on through for like the next five seasons of that show. So he would not have enough time and availability to play Wolverine. So if it's not going to be uh, Henry Cavill, Justin, who would your choice now? Because I know we've already like, we've kind of gone through this multiple times over the course of the last few few years since Logan uh, released. Who would you have your choice be for Wolverine now in 2020? Um, out of the current stars, I couldn't think of anyone. I would want them to try something new i know this is a lot of hollywood but pick a new actor build someone else up you know well they, they did that with they did that with hugh jackman you know initially exactly. so he's been doing it for 20 years i think we rush into remakes all the time and you know you believe but on this time i say you know lightning can strike twice find someone brand new to do it don't go with any other pre-established star because I mean, like you said, when we when you first heard about Hugh Jackman, we didn't know anything about him. I think what happens is if you use someone pre-existing, especially someone else that's been even remotely related to some kind of superhero franchise or whatever, you're not going to see them fully as that character. You're always going to compare them to what other work they've done. Now, Henry Cavill, like you said, he's already Superman and The Witcher. Like, really? You don't need to give him any more. Very true. Very true. Um, I would want to see somebody else take over. I I think the only difference now, as opposed to 20 years ago when Hugh Jackman was Wolverine, is that there was really no other superhero competition when X-Men came out. It was the only, I mean, outside of Blade, maybe, it was the only superhero franchise that was starting at that point, back in 2000. Now, we have superhero movies all over the place. It's not a risk anymore. Um you know, you you can do them and they're going to make money. And now, <clears throat> for the most part, you have big stars usually playing, anchoring these films, right? So to go with someone new at this point, although I, I mean, yes, I like that idea, but I don't know if Hollywood would like that idea of yeah, going with, a, said, with a fresh a, face. That's a big risk. Yeah, it's a risk. Now it is because, you know, you want somebody, you want a big star to anchor these things and, uh, you know, to bring in to people who are on the fence about going to see the movie, you know, coming yeah. to see that person. Uh, so, but, you know, the, the two actors, Joe, and sorry to cut you off, but the, the two actors no, no. That, I, that I think about that 
have already played roles in the MCU before. And that's the only reason why I probably wouldn't cast them. But they're two actors that I really, really am, was interested in seeing. John Bernthal, so Punisher, mm-hmm. um, seeing him as Wolverine, like playing that character just because I, I, I can see him, you know, being that, that type of character. And Frank Grillo, man, I would love to have seen Frank <laughs> Grillo as Wolverine, you know, and of course he he just can't because he's he to me I think he's too recognizable in the MCU. You couldn't you couldn't do that. Um, no, of course you could. Of course you could. I mean, Crossbones is dead. Frank Grillo to me is the Punisher. I I would really want to see him as the Punisher um, over John Bernthal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Frank Grillo will make a great Punisher, but I think Frank Grillo is a good height to be Wolverine. Um. I think, I think he would make a good Wolverine, but the guy I had has also been in an MCU movie. <laughs> um, Tom Hardy. I, I I've I've heard of Tom Hardy being being potentially cast as him, but again, he's he's to me he's too he's already too close to the character of Venom. Like you couldn't, I don't know. Bane I just and Venom. I couldn't yeah. see him be Bane Venom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> be difficult. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, especially if they bring uh, Venom into the MCU, then obviously he won't be able to do both. But right. I mean, uh, what's his face? Um, um, Josh Brolin is Thanos and Cable. So, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it can be done. Uh, it's just um, they, they just can't have any overlap, right? They can't be in the same movie, yeah, the same franchise. Exactly, exactly. Um, Justin, how would you introduce Wolverine? So the so the thought that actually just just go back, the thought was that uh, potentially Henry Cavill would uh, play Wolverine in the new Captain Marvel movie, which sounded really weird because. As far as I know, Captain Marvel and Wolverine don't have a past. They don't have a history with one another they, at they all. They have um, a... It's not. It's not a deeply rooted deep, history. No, 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 not at all. Right. Um, and so it was just interesting to hear that that was potentially a landing spot for the character or introduction for the character. My personal feeling was, you know, do a Wolverine versus Hulk. Um, you know, introduce him the way he was introduced in in Marvel Comics the first time. Um, but what would you say? Like, what, what? How would you want want him to be introduced? If you know, if they were bringing him back, uh, well, you know well, they are. So, well, I have my I have high hopes riding on uh, this month's movie. What is it? New Mutants being actually halfway decent. Mm-hmm. I would have brought him in on the tail end of that. Somehow worked him into that because I guess they're all in a mental institution, right? trying to learn about their powers and or possibly escape. So I would have obviously known his weapon X history. I would have found some reason for him to either be there as a patient as well or saving him or them, him saving them, I should say, mm-hmm. and work it in that way. But um, yeah, that's the best I would, I would do. I don't want, I don't want this. If we're going with someone new, I think you should just tease the audience, give them mm-hmm. small, bit roles here and there and then save it for a big release or maybe you know what even throw him in the next deadpool movie if that ever gets made um it sounds like it will sounds like it will so we'll see all right uh so from wolverine to spider-man or at least the character that plays spider-man tom holland has been rumored to be in the back to the future reboot so joe what's your thoughts here Peter Parker and now Marty McFly. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, don't do this. 
don't do this to me. <laughs> don't do this to me. And I like Tom Holland a lot. And I think, do I think he could pull it off? Maybe. You know, for mm-hmm. this year, for this generation's, you know, for this generation, I think he he would probably do a great job as Marty McFly. He has the the same, I, I can see him doing the same type of mannerisms, things like that, as uh, Michael J. Fox in the original. But Back to the Future is a perfect movie, at least in my eyes. And just don't, you don't mess with perfection. Now, again, like I said, for a new generation, they probably love it because I bet you there's a ton of teenagers out there right now who have never seen Back to the Future, the original. Uh, so this may be great for them, but yeah, I mean, it'll do the same thing. To me, it'll be the same as the new Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> it'll so, be a train. It'll so you don't ride. want you don't want them to make it at all. You don't want them to make no. make to remake it at all. No, okay. I don't want them. You don't 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 touch Back to the Future. Don't do it. Make another time travel movie. There's millions of them out there. Just don't do that one. <laughs> don't don't do it. Um, that, those are my personal feelings because I love the movie so much. But like I said, Tom Holland's a, he's an excellent actor. I think he I think he I, he probably would pull it off. Just not. In my eyes, he won't pull it off. But to someone else, uh, the, these teenagers today, they would probably love it. <laughs> they probably will. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds like, well, I guess once his name is tied to something, which we'll see, because he's tied to a couple of other things that we're, we're looking at, uh, we're talking about here tonight. Um, once his name is tied to something, you know it's got huge. My daughter's in love with him, and uh, yeah, he's, he's got huge following because he's a, he's a huge name. So... Uh, opposite him, obviously, somebody needs to play Doc Brown. Um, yeah. Joe, you mentioned you mentioned that there was like a like a I guess it was a spoof or something like that uh, that had um, Robert Downey Jr. as no. Doc, Doc Brown. Well, that's the the post that they have going there, right? Just I think Justin brought it up, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, saw, it was, I saw it yesterday made on Instagram. A deep fake video, yeah. yeah. Okay, and it had them. Uh, so if. Robert Downey Jr. is not going to play him. Who oh. should play Doc Brown? Who do you think oh. play him? You know who should play Doc Brown? None other but Nick Fury himself, Sam Jackson. Really? <laughs> Sam Jackson is Doc Brown. Can you see it? Come on. You can see oh, that. I think goodness. it would be hilarious. Oh, my goodness. You bring, in, you bring in Sam Jackson as Doc Brown. I would definitely go see that movie then. I would see, I would see it just to see Sam Jackson as Doc Brown. I, I, I could I could see that. I really could see that. That would be that would that's be hilarious. Definitely actually. taking it in a different direction. I will <laughs> yeah. say. It'd be like, which one is your time machine? The one that says motherfucker on it. That's it. <laughs> you can't do that for the kids. <laughs> you can't do that for the kids, okay? I right, then we come up with another word. You know, motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> This is uh yeah, Back to the Future meet Shaft. That that's what that's yeah. going. Okay. It's my duty um, to please that time booty. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Just, the list goes on and on. Well, from the never gonna happen, Justin, who who would you pick for Doc Brown? Um, I oh God. As weird as this would sound, I and I just lost his name. The one from uh Jurassic Park, The Lost World. What's his name? Chris Pratt? No, no, no. Not The Lost World. 
the second original trilogy. I can't think of his name. Sam Neill. Oh, uh, Goldblum. No, no. Oh, yeah, there you Jeff go. Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Chaos Theory. Yeah. I, for some reason, he would. For this new generation, if you have Tom Holland, he represents that older. He could play a little kooky. He wouldn't go full Christopher Lloyd, but he would be, you know, he would pull it off off kilter enough that kids would, you know, they would be like, all right, this guy's crazy. He just has to play the guy he played in Independence Day, just older. Pretty much. I Maybe, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think he could do that. Initially, so initially, my, my first thought was Christopher Walken. Was to get a Christopher Walken, uh, uh, know, Christopher Lloyd. but he's but he again, I was like, if he's he's kind of too old to do it, but then I just thought about, um, how about the guy we just talked about who carried Sonic the Hedgehog? How about Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, I think Jim Carrey would be an awesome I, guy. I don't <laughs> think might, they would mesh well, he might steal the show, like, yeah, he might steal that's not the a film from, from Tom Holland. It might not work because of that. But I think, I think Doc Brown, as Doc Brown, I think he would be fantastic. Well, it all depends. Are we going for the same silly comedy or are we going to try and make it somewhat uh, serious? It's because it's a DeLorean. DeLorean anymore. It'll be like something else. I don't know. No, I'm just saying because you could play it different ways. And then I would say, uh, oh, my God, what's his name? Molina. I can't think of his first name. Alfred Molina? There you go. I loved him as Doc Ock in Spider-Man. So him playing another scientist. Yeah, but he's gonna, he'll be serious, though. He's not going to be kooky. Hey, I, think, I think Doc Brown has to be. I think Doc Brown has to be. I don't know. I mean, more importantly, who's going to play Einstein? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna play Einstein in a big role. Well, we can, uh, we can get a. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find a dog worthy of that role. <laughs> Never fear. So we'll go away from a movie that Joe doesn't want to get just want to see made to a movie that I initially wanted to see get made, and then more and more I'm 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 a little less enthusiastic about it, and that is uh, Uncharted, the movie based on the PlayStation series. Uh, of the same name um there had been rumors about the creation of this this film uh adaptation of the of the series for a really really long time it's now pretty much greenlit and some some big names are being kind of attached to the film so uh first and foremost we have tom holland once again uh being being discussed or being cast as the young nathan drake um we have mark Wahlberg. Who is being cast as a young version of Nathan Drake's, you know, mentor and best friend Sully, uh, and finally, just recently, I think yesterday, the yesterday or a day before yesterday, uh, we found out Antonio Banderas was cast for an unknown role in the Uncharted movie. So, um, this is, I mean, again, interesting. This is like an origin take on the character. So they're going for a young uh, Nathan Drake. Obviously, they're going for a young audience base. Uh, Joe, did you play? Are you a fan of the Uncharted series? Yes. Okay. So we both played it. Justin yeah, does yeah. not play PlayStation. So. I uh, yeah. So I was gonna say I'm 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 neutral on this one. He has no idea about this about this. Uncharted character. Two was probably one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, uh, I love Uncharted Two. I was like, that I, I loved it the way it started, where you like hanging. 
mm-hmm. off a broke uh, derailed train. Train, yep. Um, that was my favorite. I have to admit, I didn't finish the rest of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Uncharted Two is the only one that I actually went beginning all the way to end. Because um, I mean, I just loved it. Uh, but yeah, I'm a fan of Nathan Drake, and uh, I do want to see this movie. I I'm not totally convinced that Tom Holland is the right person for it, even for a young Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nathan Drake is kind of um, like I can see a young Harrison Ford playing Nathan Drake. Yep. Someone like that. Someone who's got well, a little scoundrel in him, you know, like, you know, is a ladies man, but also smart and, you know, can do all the physicality. Not that I don't think Tom Holland could do it. He just doesn't, he doesn't strike me like that. Yeah, well, Nathan Drake, I mean, as a character, he's, he's, he's Indiana Jones. He basically is exactly. Indiana it's Jones, you know, and that's why, right, you said a, a young young Harrison Ford. Yeah. And I think, I mean, he's if you look at the, the like the facial features of the character, like he's almost based on a young Nathan Fillion, like a younger version of Nathan yeah. Fillion. He sure does look like Nathan Fillion. He sure, yeah. sure does. Which is why a lot of people, you know, really wanted Nathan Fillion. And so initially I thought that that's that would be a really good thing. But then when I heard that they were doing a, an origin story and they were going with a much younger version, uh, then I realized obviously Nathan Fillion couldn't do it because he's a little too old for the character. Um, and so, yeah, I, I thought too, like who could they possibly get to be, you know, Nathan Drake? And I, at no point did I land on Tom Holland. The only thing about Tom Holland that I know for a fact, um, and that's just because I saw videos of him and, you know, had heard interviews of him, when he was trying to, you know, when he was auditioning for Spider-Man, is that he's really, you know, he's a really flexible guy. Like, he can really do a lot of the stunts and the work that's going to be necessary to do that. He's kind of, and Joe, you're going to be, it's <laughs> sacrilegious to say it to you, but he's kind of getting, he's stuck, He's kind of starting to get that Tom Cruise love in this, in this, uh, in, in today's yeah, so. age, Come in on, terms stop, of, in terms of, not just in terms of like what he can do, like his act, but like he's getting all the roles, like he is getting all the roles and all the love right now. Um, and he's, he's a little guy. He's not a big guy in the same vein that Tom Cruise is not a big guy. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, you know, um, the next big act big little action star because you know he's capable of it so it's just i don't know it's just a real interesting thing to see to see this come up i I don't see it um but you know what i said the same thing about leo when he was younger like around that same age he just didn't he looked like just like the skinny little kid Mm -hmm. until he you know he got you know until he grew into you know to manhood um and you know now i could definitely see leo doing these things um like i could see leo playing nathan drake like a you know an older Nathan Drake, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but right now, I, I don't see it. That doesn't mean Tom Holland can't pull it off. Um, but I, I just don't... I, I, would, I would want them to pick somebody else. But you know what? The movie may come out and be like, wow, that was awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that happens. I'm hoping it does. I'm hoping it does about as well um, financially or, or at the very least from a... From a uh, from a review perspective, as um, Tomb Raider did, like I really enjoyed Tomb Raider, and I didn't—I was not expecting much from that recent Tomb Raider uh, movie, and I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I, okay. I didn't think it was fantastic. I enjoyed her. I enjoyed Alicia Vikander. No, I, as, I don't think it had. Prom. I thought she. I don't was think good. it was her. I just thought it was the whole movie in general. Like there wasn't enough Tomb Raider. <laughs> there wasn't enough. I know it was an origin story. 
But there wasn't enough action scenes. Uh, maybe, maybe. I thought it was lacking when it came to action. A little more story, a little heavy on the story, story-driven uh, plot lines and stuff like that. So maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, so Justin, I know you don't, you obviously don't play Uncharted, you don't play PlayStation, but what, as far as you're concerned, what would be the next video game franchise deserving of movie treatment? And please do not say Resident Evil needs to come back. <laughs> oh, you stole his answer. No, no I, you I, didn't. I think I did. No, no, you didn't. You didn't. Um, what are we talking? Big blockbuster or something Anything. that we've taken a chance on? Your what? What would be your if you had if you had you know hundred million dollars to spend on a movie? What which um, piece of the video game? Which one would it be? After I'm gonna say after the success of Battle, what is it? Battle Angel Alita. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Mega Man. Mm. I, I think Mega Man would work as an animated as an animated film. The way they had Alita in that movie and, you know, like the CGI mix with the humans, I, I would like to see that. Alita was awesome. Was don't, so, you think, don't you think the Mega Man one would be a little close to the Sonic? Uh, yo, there's room enough, man. Listen, we got Deep Impact and then we got Armageddon. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you want? We, there's room. Well, there's always room. There's always there's, room. There's room for both. I don't think Mega Man has much of a personality, though. That's the problem. Right. Mega we'll, Man, the we'll flush it Mega out. Doesn't have much of a personality. We'll flush it out. Like yo, like Sonic was that deep of a person before this. Come on. It's deep enough. He had enough. He had enough content from the video from the television shows that you could you could frame around him. I just don't think Mega Man hasn't been in. A, has he been in? They did a show on Mega Man. They did a few shows on Mega Man, right? They did. They did like two yeah. or three cartoons. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a good one. I didn't even think about that one. That was good. I'm, I'm glad you didn't say Mario because, you know, I'm done <laughs> with it. They already that. tried that. They already tried that. <laughs> I'm done with them. <laughs> Wait, you didn't love that one? What are you talking about? The one with uh, John Leguizamo and Bob Haskins? Bob Haskins? Yo. No. no. That was great. That was Move, great. <laughs> moving on. You said on. that was great. <laughs> you, you loved it, okay? You loved it. It was as it. good as Double Dragon. Oh. All right, yeah, let's stop right there. What was yes, the next please question? Do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> all right ben stiller is rumored to be in fast nine now joe you you posted this and this is interesting because yes. i swore fast nine was already done that, that's like, what i think everybody did i mean it's a it's a new article i saw out there actually i saw it on screen rant uh-huh um they didn't say much just said that he was rumored to be in it i'm like i thought this thing was in the can already or you know you, i mean you could still be doing reshoots the movie's not out till may it was a memorial day weekend yeah uh, you know, so you still got like four months. You got time, but I can't uh, imagine that there's any any way they can he can have a, a, a no no. A, 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 it'll role, probably be something right? at the end or something. Who knows? He's yeah. their father. You don't see that? He's their father. <laughs> he's going to no no no. What I mean is he's going to be in a flashback, and he's going to be their father. He's going to be helping Mia at the table with her homework, like Dom said he did. <laughs> I, I, you don't see stand, I can't see Ben Stiller being their dad. No, I, I don't want to see that. Because what cause I can't see, if Ben, ben can't see him, dad. you you can't see him as a hardworking mechanic after the Secret Life of what is his name, Walter Walter Smitty. I can totally see him doing that. I totally see him in that role. All he's got to do is you don't even have to show him that well. Just show him through like through a kitchen window fixing a car. That's it. That's that's your whole movie. 
and Ben Stiller just, goes down as the great, he goes down in history as one of the greatest um, uh, movie dads in history. For that, <laughs> that's it. No, the scene they got to use is he's got everybody bring everybody for the barbecue. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> bring everybody for the barbecue on Sunday. If you to go to church, you ain't eat no barbecue. Exactly, <laughs> and that's it. And then you could see him kicking a young John Cena out the house, and that's how your movie started. Uh, no, what no. I was hoping for is that he would be, because, you know, Ben Stiller does a great Tom Cruise. So I wanted him to be in the movie imitating Tom Cruise and, you know, doing all the stunts. I don't know. I have no idea what the hell he could possibly be doing in that film, if at yeah. all. Yeah, same here. Um, but really don't see about being the father. No, no, please no. <laughs> because I mean you'd have to get like a female bodybuilder bodybuilder to be the actual mother to explain how how <laughs> that man how that man had to how that man got, you know, was able to give have have uh John Cena and and Vin Diesel as his kids. No, not happening. Um but speaking about this movie, we didn't get a chance to really talk about we never we never talked about the trailer when it released. I know you guys are really crazy about it and we talked about it off air a little bit. But I actually have a question about like about this. So obviously we know it's being compared to or we know about the beef uh between Vin Diesel and The Rock. And The Rock just released uh, you know, his version of the Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Is just being better than Hobbs and Shaw at this point? Is that enough for Fast Nine, or do you guys need this to be a great movie? Justin, I'm I'm coming to you. Of course, you need it to be a great movie, and the original should always surpass the spinoff. Spinoff can be it's, great. It's not going to take much to be better than Hobbs and Shaw. It really, it listen, really Malik, Listen, they sold their whole movie on that trailer with the fact that we got maglev planes and the fact that we are swinging a car around islands like Tarzan. That was a direct slap in the face to uh, Hobbs and Shaw. It was like, yo, you want to have a, a island scene where you swing in cars off mountains? We will one-up you. And that's which it. Is, right, which is, why, which is why I think, you know, that, which is why I directly ask that question because I feel like they are, they are absolutely going right at Hobbs and Shaw with this movie. As they, they should. Do everything that they can to, you know, completely trash everybody's idea of Hobbs and Shaw. So you took money out of you took money out of Tyrese's mouth. Okay, Tyrese almost starved because <laughs> of that. So yeah, go at him. Of course, of course. Um, so both of you, after one trailer, how excited are you for this movie? Day twenty-five. <laughs> Well, in 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 pure Fast and Furious fashion, it has to be higher. It has to it has to be, you know, your excitement has to be at the level of what this movie's this movie's craziness is going to be. So, uh, Justin, is that is that accurate for you too? What scale of one to ten? How excited are you? Oh, I'm I'm turned up to eleven, man. We we are all in on this one. Do you need to see another trailer in order to get you no more you hype? Sold so, me. You sold me. <laughs> As soon as you said John Cena was Dom's brother, I was hooked. I am. I was in. like, "What? I am." Yo, in. you didn't even. You didn't even need that to tackle on the part about Han. I'd have found that out in the movie theater yeah. and, and gave it a standing ovation. That oh was just like. Gosh. That was just like you already gave me the strawberry. You know the strawberry cheesecake. You just came with like a chocolate drizzle on top. You just had yeah. to just pour that in there. That no, that movie sold itself. That's it. Yeah, oh, I care less God. about Han now. John Cena is his brother. I was like, what? 
I'm in. <laughs> no way. Okay. And we got Charlize Theron. I think she's been the Charlize only Theron capable. Is doing it, yeah. I think she's been the only capable villain they faced so far. <laughs> well, they had Jason Statham came back as well, but you know, he wasn't. I mean, he was only the villain the one movie. He's not a bad. Was he really? Uh, in that? And yo, it just. Well, and now that Han's not dead, technically now he's not a bad guy. Anymore forgive him. Yeah, exactly. If it turns this... out that Jason Statham actually saved them in the crash, <laughs> I would just take it to another level. It would. It absolutely would. It's um, it's, it's going to be great. I, I'm not. I look. I we've had this commando conversation way too many times. I'm not going to say that this movie's going to be bad. I think this movie's going to be absolutely ridiculous, and I'm. I'm about a five, but I'm gonna go see it anyway. <laughs> five. I'm a five. I'm a five. I'm, five. I'm literally, I'm literally on on the fence. Well, you know, and, and we already talked about this. Fast Five is my favorite movie. I I know this is gonna be so far gone from Fast Five, so, uh, but I'm still interested. So we'll see. Uh, Joe, you wanted to talk about the hunt, so uh, yes. tell us about tell us about this movie. Uh, all I know is what I saw in the trailer. I mean, basically, it looks like um, rich people hunting other people, like uh, the most dangerous game. You I don't remember that? Um, kind of like it's been done like a million times. Ice T did one movie like that. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme did Hard Target. You know, it's in that vein. It seems like, but the kicker here is it seems like uh, kind of similar to remember the movie You're Next. Yeah. There's a female in the crowd that they didn't prepare for unassuming yep there's always yeah, that i mean remember, ready, yeah, remember ready or not it was the same thing yeah. ready or not was like we didn't know she was this resilient seriously yeah but she didn't seriously. have any skills she didn't have any right, skills right. i mean in your next and in and um and in this movie the hunt the the you know the woman's got skills and i think what's her name it's betty betsy uh Gilroy, Gil, Gil Spot. Oh God, what the hell's her name? She's in Glow. Um, I hate butchering people's names. Let me look. That's it in this quick. movie. Yeah, she's the star. Betty Gilpin. Okay. Yeah, she is the star of the hunt, and um, yeah, she's got a pretty nice body. If you ever see, if you ever watch Glow, you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I anticipate. Uh, I'm. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm really hoping that this movie's good. Wow, Ethan Suplay's even in it. Yeah, he's in the trailer. You see him really quick. I haven't seen Ethan Suplay in a long time. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Okay, I know him from. He's he's from, mostly uh, been a comedic actor. Yeah, you know, my name is Earl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. They got Emma Roberts is in it. Well, I knew Justin Harley was in a Hillary Swank. Um, but they're not the stars. The star is Betty Kilpin. So, and uh, I don't know, you, uh, neither one of you, Justin, you don't watch Glow? You know, you have yeah, yeah, I have okay. watched it. Okay, so you know who she is. Yes. Um, so she does physical stuff in Glow, so she's going to get physical here, I guess. I'm looking forward to it. It's like the, it's the kind of movie I like where you know people are hunting each other. It looks like, looks like the in the trailer kind of looks like the Hunger Games where they have all these weapons laid out when they um, let them loose in the forest or whatever. Um, so, it seems like it could be an exciting movie. I'm I got more. Is. 
I got more of a feeling from uh, what was the one with uh, the Predators? For some yeah, reason, yeah, I got that feeling. That. Yeah, I mean, it has this, I mean, similar premise, right? You know, they get a bunch of people and and they're hunting them. You know, trying to prove they are, you know, as badass as they are. I mean, it's got, it's, yeah, it's got that Predators feels, Purge, you know, all those, all those kind of things it, it reminds you of. I think maybe that's why I wasn't really excited for it when I saw the trailer, just because I was like, it's been done so many times, and maybe I'm just not excited because what could, to me, is like, what could they do that's going to surprise me, that's going to shock me this time that they haven't done already? You know, it's obviously these movies are going to be about the kills, right? How effective or how efficient or how fun are the kills themselves? Just like you're next, just like um, ready or not, like it's going to be about when the tables turn, how are the kills, you know, played out and how, how effective are they and how fun are they to see? So that's probably going to be what this movie, that's... you know, hinges on. Yep. I kind of agree with you more. It all depends on the. Yeah, obviously we've seen this movie a million times. It's how you kill. It's how you kill the enemies. <laughs> you know exactly is what makes the movie. Exactly. You're like, oh my god, did you see how that happened? That's what you. That's what you look forward to. So, hopefully this has it. Uh, you know, you know I haven't been to the movies in quite a bit, so I'm looking forward to this one. And uh, what's there's something else coming out this week? I can't remember, but I know this comes out March 13th. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yep. All right, so before we get up out of here, uh, we are just, we as a show, we want to uh, say a fond farewell to Mr. James Lipton um, of uh, <clears throat> the Inside the Actor Studio uh, television series. Um, James Lipton passed away, I think, uh, to yesterday, March 2nd, uh, I believe. I read that it was uh, stomach cancer. At the age of 93, um, he had. Uh, he had run the Inside the Actor Studio. He started the Inside the Actor Studio in 1994, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and ran it all the way through until he finally left the show in 2018. Um, yeah, huge pioneer for you know interviews and interview themed uh, shows, um, and you know he just so many people he talked to, so many people he he inspired. He inspired me in a little in a little way because I wanted to do interviews be after, you know, watching inside the actor studio. So um before we head out, I just wanted to make sure that just give him an give you guys an opportunity to talk about your favorite episodes of what you remember of Inside the Actor Studio. Um and uh yeah, yeah, give a fond farewell to Mr. James Lipton. So Justin, I'll start with you. Uh favorite episode is Hard to say. Like I said before we spoke, before we went on the air, uh, I narrowed it down to three. So I'm going to say the Sean Penn, uh, because I guess he went to Sean Penn is very much, uh, I guess, and it's been said a lot of him that he's very annoying on sets because he's a method, a method actor. So he stays in character the whole time. And uh, he just went through his process and explanation of why. And it kind of humanized him. Uh, then of course, um, the cast of the Simpsons, just seeing them and the, you know, just the multitude of characters that I think it's only like what, seven people and you know, the, all the voices they do, that was fun to see. And then of course, I think everybody's favorite episode was just, uh, Dave Chappelle. Cause it was like, you know, that was at the height of Chappelle show. He went away, went to Africa, came back and of, of all the places to wind up, you stop at inside the actor studio. 
And it was just funny to hear James Lipton explain uh, Half-Baked uh, and to actually have Dave Chappelle laugh that, you know, James Lipton got the humor behind it. So I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think that was that probably was my favorite one. It's, it's the most memorable one for me because that was the one where Dave Chappelle interviewed James Lipton. Right. Yes. Was that was that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Where he was he actually came on, he became the host and James Lipton was the guest. It was great. <laughs> Joe, what about you? I have to be honest, I, I haven't seen all that many episodes of Inside the Active Studio. Usually I see it in passing. Um, like when I'm changing to the channels, channel surfing, I'll stop and watch it. Um but you know, the the guy was a great interviewer. Um <clears throat> And how he managed to get all these big stars <laughs> on his show. It seems like you weren't an actor until you got on Inside the Actor Studio. You know, you were somebody. Um, but I, the only one I really made sure that I watched was the the, the famous uh, Dave Chappelle episode. I think that everybody's seen. Uh, I wanted to see that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I didn't I didn't get to see all that many. It was always in passing. I think I saw one where Renee Zellweger was was on, um, and I really, honestly, I can't remember anybody else. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, it's he's obviously when this show's been running since '94, so it's been running for you know what almost 30 years now. Um, so he talked to so many people, but probably the three, Justin, you mentioned uh, Dave Chappelle. For you. I, I I don't know if you guys ever saw when he actually did interview Samuel L. Jackson. He interviewed him at, uh, somewhere like in the early 2000s. He interviewed him. Um, that was a great one. Eddie Murphy was another really, really good one. Uh, Will Smith. Um, he got Will Smith once and he was able to get him on there. That was a really good one. And probably the most recent one I saw was probably like somewhere in like the early or well, you know, the, the early 2010s. Um, <clears throat> when I saw when I saw him and uh, he he interviewed uh, Brian Cranston. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was like 20, 2013, 2014, something like that. When he interviewed Brian Cranston, and again, it was just seeing him do his thing and like interview people, and it was just an amazing opportunity. And and since he's left in um, in twenty eighteen, they haven't. Uh, they haven't had a consistent host on the show since then. Um, so since then, I think the last episode uh, was uh, in December of 2019. And so they had been like kind of recycling different uh, different guest hosts. So Alec Baldwin did a sh- uh, did an episode. Jane Lynch hosted an episode. Pedro Pascal hosted an episode. Um, and so I, I, it's, it's definitely slowed down. Like they haven't done, you know, done it consistently, but they're going to keep it going. And one thing, my, I just never knew what, what channel Bravo was for a long time i had no clue <laughs> and so i started like catching inside the actor studio um kind of to use it like joe just kind of channel surfing and then you see it on and you just sit there and you watch it and that's that's what to me, but to me that's what made it great it's not a show that you ever like were checking for to find but whenever you did find it and you saw him sitting across from a you know a celebrity that you know you just sat there and like you just learned something and you know it was great so Again, rest in peace to James Lipton, 93 years young. Um, and there was always a question. I remember there was a question they used to ask people like, you know, what do you want? You know, what what should be said like the first when you reach the gates of heaven or something like that? Yeah. Um, and like, what do you want? What do you want to have been said to you as the first thing? And so I, I never remember what 
his answer to that question was, but I hope that whatever it was that he he got it when he when he when he got there. So um anything else guys before we before we head out? Um I did have a point I wanted to talk. Oh yes. I am very excited for the new uh I forgot the name of it, but the it's I guess it's in the Saw universe starring uh Chris Rock. I am not watching Saw. Yes. <laughs> it's I'm a very... re it's a reboot, isn't it? I don't know what it is. I know it's set in the Saw universe. It's somehow going no, to it's involve Saw. Jigsaw. Is it? I I just know it involves Jigsaw, and I'm glad he's back. I enjoyed what was it three years ago, two years ago, the uh, the new the last Jigsaw Saw one. Yeah, the the last one that came out. I enjoyed that one. So anything that keeps this story going, I mean, obviously Jigsaw has been dead. He's not coming back, but. As with any good cult leader, he's always got followers. Well, the last thing I saw Chris Rock in was the Old Town Road video, and he needs to do something <laughs> better. <laughs> he needs to do does that really better, count? So. Stop. It does count. It's the last thing I saw him in. Count. That's it. Um, the new movie is called Spiral, um, and he's playing, I guess he's playing like a detective or something like that. Yeah, so it's, a ser- it's a serious role for him. He's not. He's obviously not going to be doing anything. And it's anything. about time. Yeah. All right. Yeah, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> I'll just dismiss my picks. All right. Joe, what about you? Any last yeah. words? Yes, I do have some last words. Uh, first off, uh, I wanted to say, I want to answer the question about the next video game franchise that deserves a movie treatment. So I want to say I was thinking of Last of Us. I, I thought of that too. It's another Naughty Dog property, um, similar to yeah. to Uncharted. I thought about that too. It does. It definitely has the movie feel to it, but it feels like Walking Walking Dead. It's Walking Dead. I mean, you, know? you gotta <clears throat> before the zombie fad is fully extinguished, you gotta cash in. Um, and the other thing I want to throw in there is, I think Wolverine should be introduced in the new Falcon Winter Soldier series. Mm. Because you know that. Captain America, Captain America, and Wolverine were were tight, apparently. So you know, you can come pay his condolences, and then hey, we got an adventure. We need your help, buddy. Then you know. Well, Cap isn't dead. Cap isn't dead in the in Wolverine, right? I mean, in the movie, right? He's not dead yet. I mean, he's no. old as hell. I mean, he's old. <laughs> but, you know, I I I mean I I haven't read anything about. Falcon and Winter Soldier, <clears throat> so I don't know if they're gonna. I I I doubt Chris Evans is gonna be the old Steve Rogers in the show. No, I don't. I don't think he's gonna be in it at all. I mean, maybe, but I I wouldn't think so. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, I don't have anything. My my last thing was James Lipton, so I am I'm good to go. <laughs> um, so. Next, uh, the next time we get together, we will probably we'll do something like this. We'll throw some, we'll throw together some topics and uh, do the rundown. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Um, again, if you like to listen to to our show and you you want more, want to hear more from us, uh, please go ahead and subscribe on, like I said, on iTunes, on uh, Podcast Addicts, uh, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, leave us a five-star review and click subscribe and tell your friends about it. So, um, yep, till next time, uh, this is the Lowered Expectation Review Show. 
with uh, for Harlem for sorry for Bass Band of God and Joe. I am the Harlem Sun. So, to you next time, peace. All right, later. Later.